Well, here we are. If you are listening to this podcast when it's premiering, it is the end of 2021. On the calendar, it's the end of another year as we await the drop of the ball on New Year's Eve and flipping the page of the calendar into 2022. Well, one year has gone by since December 31st, 2020, and boy, what a year it has been. 2021 was one of the most transformative years for me and my family. This year, I started this podcast, and this episode makes number 29. I've had some incredible opportunities for my musical compositions to reach around the country. I've had some virtual school and lots of in-person school with our students with masks and distancing and the like. And though I may not be able to sit down and make an exhaustive list of all the things I've seen get to the finish line this year, 2021 has been a year where tons of plans have been laid, tons of prayers have been made, and God has provided some incredible ideas and opportunities headed into 2022. In January, I'm going to be celebrating my 45th birthday, and in all the years I've been on this planet, this past year seemed to go by faster than any other. Well, most of the time. Some days they drag on, but for the most part, the years seem to go really quick. It seemed to be one of the busiest, full of incredible ideas, full of blessings, full of opportunities kind of year. But the time felt like it went quickly overall. But it was 365 days. One year. Some people may say 365 opportunities. Really, though, countless opportunities. So, one year has gone by. How many times do we discount the value of one? I can't tell you how many times I've been walking down the sidewalk and I see a coin laying on the ground. And when I see it's a penny, I think, oh, it's just a penny. Or if it's dirty or maybe stuck in some mud, I just leave it there and move on. How many times do we skip a single opportunity because we think, oh, we'll have a bunch more chances to see that or go there or do that or We don't want to get our hands dirty in that right now. Or how many times do we refrain from participating in something or lending a hand or casting our vote because we say that we're only one person and our opinion won't matter in the grand scheme of things? While that might seem like a logical assessment at that moment, in truth, we're very wrong in our thinking. If we would take the time to pick up each penny we found, eventually we would have a dollar, then two, then ten. When we reach down and save each penny or nickel or dime from being forgotten, we've earned ourselves something that has the potential to contribute something of value to our lives. In the same way, how much we value the idea of one can change based on our perspective. I love this quote from Mark Levy, and it's also been attributed to other people, but it shows this very perspective, and it says this, If you want to know the value of one year, just ask a high school student who failed a course. If you want to know the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. If you want to know the value of one hour, ask the lovers waiting to meet. If you want to know the value of one minute, ask the person who just missed the bus. If you want to know the value of one second, ask the person who just escaped death in a car accident. And if you want to know the value of one hundredth of a second, ask the athlete who won a silver medal in the Olympics. So how important is 
the power of one. Well, if you go to Google and search for those very words, power of one, you'll get millions of results for movies, books, even songs with the name. If you just add the word principle to that search, you'll get nearly 10 billion returns. Let me say that again. 10 billion returns. And I know it's Google, but that's an awful lot of returns on different philosophies, strategies, and methods that focus on giving the singular its due importance. Well, with New Year's just hours away, as we prepare to add one onto 2021, I wanted to spend some time focusing on a few important ones in our lives. Just three short things for you today, and why they should really be our focus going into the new year. Earlier this year, as this podcast was just getting started, I talked about the concept of ditching New Year's resolutions and instead focusing on my first important one, and that is having one word as a focus for the new year. Let me review the concept for you in case you're unfamiliar. The premise is simple. You lose the long list of resolutions and changes you say you want to make at New Year's and instead pick one word. This process provides clarity by taking all your big plans for changing your life and narrowing them down into a singular focus. Having just one word allows you to center on the character or behavioral change you truly seek and allows you to craft a vision for your year and the years to come. Here's why one word continues to be important for me. 2022 will be the fifth year I have chosen one word as my focus for the year. My words in the past have been genuine, trust, create, and for 2021, purpose. My focus in 2021 was to make sure my words, my actions, my time, my finances, and my artistic creations were done and used with a purpose. And I saw my word for 2022 rather early, but it came very quickly. You see, I started really praying earnestly about it towards the end of November, and God wasted no time making this new word very clear to me. I started reading it everywhere, hearing it everywhere, seeing it everywhere, and God showed me very clearly in this past year that while I'm on the right path, sometimes, okay, all the time, I'm a little off on my timing. Either I'm a little impatient and expect results sooner than I will see them, or I'm thinking something is too far off to devote the time and energy to it. So my word for 2022 is process. For me, this upcoming year will be more about seeking, developing, and most importantly, trusting. I'm open to new opportunities more than ever, and I trust that I'm earnestly seeking where God wants me to go, I'll get there, or somewhere I'm supposed to be, in His timing. And I've been discovering that everything requires a process. One place this has really been a reality for me is in composing, but I'll get to that a little later in the episode. If the concept of one word interests you and you want to dig into it a little further, I'd invite you to check out Season 1, Episode 2 of this podcast to learn a little more about the process and how I develop my words. There's also an online handout that will help you to go along with that episode. Well, the second one I want to mention today is one that I think is important for us to focus on as we head into the new year is focus. One focus. Here's what I mean by this idea. We are to live like Jesus lived. We are challenged 
to live out our lives with genuine spiritual values and not the values of the world. As we give our attention to spiritual things, we are enabled to live a God-honoring life in this world. This includes striving to gain a deeper knowledge of the Word while holding an effective prayer life, serving as a fruitful witness while living holiness in every aspect of our lives. You see, these first two kind of go hand in hand. Developing one word takes all of your big plans, those countless resolutions and lists that we make, and narrows them down to a single focus. As I said earlier, having just one word allows you to center on what it is you are truly seeking for the year and allows you to craft a vision for your year and the years to come. Now, here's sometimes where people maybe don't buy into the idea or get a little lost, and it has to do with goal setting. Goals are important, but believers are admittedly held to a higher standard when it comes to goals. Joel Barker said these words that I'm sure many of you have heard before. Vision without action is merely a dream. Action without vision is merely passing time, but vision with action can change the world. What's most important here is that when we set goals, we make sure they align with our calling and where we feel God is taking us. Through prayer and intentional focus, we develop a vision. This can then allow us to craft goals that are really action statements, and that action combined with our words is what allows us to reach new heights and accomplish the unthinkable. Which brings me to my third one, and perhaps the most important, and that is One Direction. And no, I don't mean the English-Irish boy band from a decade ago. What I'm referring to is looking ahead and not focusing on what is behind. In Philippians 3, Paul is referring to his own story and encouraging others to press on for the cause of faith. He says these words in verse 13. This is the amplified version. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have made it my own yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. What he's saying here is that you don't have to forget about everything that has happened to you. As a matter of fact, there's things you'll want to remember and use as a catalyst to build on for the future. But rather this, you have to intentionally disregard things that are holding you back so they do not keep you from moving forward. And that means the good and the bad. Sometimes our past failures cause us to dwell in pity and self-doubt, but we can get just as hung up on our past victories allowing them to keep us from rising higher as we hang on too much to those successes without allowing ourselves to move forward. Of the three I'm focusing on today, this is the one that I most often have the hardest time grasping onto. If something great happens, of course it's okay to celebrate and to enjoy the ride while it lasts. However, as I've shared in past episodes, God didn't create us to just do one great thing with a definite deadline, and then that's it. When we see success, we enjoy it, and then it's time for us to move forward, to see how we can build from it or what lies next. I mentioned this is something I have a hard time grasping onto. I'll use my compositions as an example. Last year, well, 2020, uh, I had four musical compositions for wind band published by a major national publisher. And when I hit that milestone, I celebrated was super, super excited and thought, I'm going to write a whole bunch more. And then I didn't. 
So I kind of like took my success and was like, wow, I made it. I got some stuff published and then just kind of let the success die off before really moving forward. And I've heard many stories about how my music has actually ministered to people, how it's been a, a catalyst for conversation and it gives me a reason to want to move forward. Remember, it doesn't matter what happened before, good or bad. It's important to not let those hinder you from what is ahead. So make the choice today to press forward. Trust that God is working behind the scenes on your behalf, and that as you're intentional in your moving forward, He will pour out His grace and blessing, leading you into what He has prepared for you. So taking these three things all into consideration, to kind of summarize what I've shared with you today, my challenge for you in 2022 is this. Develop one word that helps you have one focus and helps point your life in one direction, looking forward rather than looking back while seeking God's plan for your life. As I reflect back on 2021, it has certainly been an interesting year. I mentioned that it seemed like it went really, really quickly, like blink and it's over. Yeah, there were times, though, that it seemed to go slowly, especially times like the couple days before the end of the school year, or maybe when there were things that I didn't necessarily enjoy. But as I said earlier, the year was really full of blessing and really way more positive than it was negative. My one word for this year was purpose, and as I said earlier, I wanted to make sure my words and actions and all the things go along with it were done with a purpose. And while I haven't been perfect, I've really tried this year to discover the purpose to all the things in my life. I've let go of some things I've done for a very long time, as I discovered their purpose was just not fulfilling my calling. And as we lead into 2022, as I go through that process of discovery, I'm finding my circle of friends has changed, my relationships have shifted, and my priorities have either refocused or adapted. You see, God didn't call me, didn't call any one of us, to be ordinary. He didn't call us to get in a rut, to do the same thing every day, to get comfortable and then just ride the wave. I'm in the middle of a process, and even as I'm on the cusp of turning 45, I'm engrossed in a process of growth a process of shifting, and a process of change. So here's my challenge to you. Let's go into 2022, not making a long list of resolutions we're only claiming because of a change in the calendar, and to be honest, we'll struggle to keep more than a few days. But let's be intentional about making real life change. As the old quote says, old patterns get reinforced unless a new discipline is introduced to override the old patterns. Remember, one opportunity can shift everything. One decision has the ability to change your life. You have the ability to speak volumes, to cast vision, and to make lasting change in your life and the lives of those you come in contact with. So for me, that means some new things in 2022. Super excited about new opportunities and ideas that have been provided throughout 2021, and I believe the action steps to make many of those a reality are coming this year. This year, I feel called to write and self-publish more music than ever and share my music more than I ever have before, which I'm really excited about. There's a lot more that I really feel coming down the pike, and I'll be sharing more of that with you in the next few episodes. 
We're going to take a few weeks off here at the start of the year, but we will be back January 17th and hope to continue weekly with you after that into the new year. So tune back in to check out some of the great things that I'm going to be sharing as we get into the new year. If this podcast has impacted you specifically, I would love to hear from you. Please drop me a note. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Query Pro or at my website, briancrary.com or our podcast website, qonq.com. As 2021 comes to a close and we wrap episode 29, I would be remiss again if I didn't say thank you. Thank you for your support of this podcast. A year ago, I would have never imagined I would have people listening to my words from my little town in western Pennsylvania on five continents, in over a dozen countries, and in nearly 20 states. Your continued prayers and support are cherished more than you know. And if this podcast has impacted you, I challenge you to share it with some friends. Let's get to 25 countries and 30 states and hundreds of listeners every week as we go through 2022. I want to wish you and yours a very happy new year. And as always, I really do appreciate you taking time to listen. We will see you back here next time in 2022 when we'll have more for you on cue.